Zach and Courtney. Zach and Courtney. Zach and Courtney. Zach and Courtney. Ooh, they're really talking. Hello. Hey. Uh, public service announcement reminding all you listeners out there to not shit your pants. As funny as it may sound, don't do it. <laughs> Why? Um, I can't really like argue with that, to be honest. <laughs> me, me trying to devise like an unwittable argument, like, yeah. Hey, uh, you shouldn't shit your pants. <laughs> that's that's me on debate team where like the other person has to be the opposite topic. It's like, okay, what what side of the argument do you want? I argue that you shouldn't shit your pants. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. It's bad to shit your pants. Hey everybody, we're glad to see you today. All right, Courtney, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Uh, the world is so heavy, and I am so small and, and tired. I won't lie. Oh, I'm good. I just agree to do too many things at once. So mm. that's you, my you own You should fault. be like me and do way less. I've already agreed to all of them, though. It's too late. That's a, you. You can agree and then just not follow up. I've done that multiple times recently. Uh, like this podcast if your daddy also went to jail for stock manipulation <laughs> digital <laughs> feelings <laughs> look okay look I wasn't going to talk about it I stayed the fuck off Twitter that day A because it was my anniversary but then B there was literally so many different fucking shit storms going on. I did not want to get involved in any of them. But I just want to say for all you loyal, dedicated back to back listeners, I'm pretty sure, you know, give me a fucking fucking Peabody. Who what are what the, what are the journalism awards? I, there's some like journalism award. I can't think of what it is. Give me give me the fucking award for for best journalism because i'm pretty sure on back to back you can check the old episodes i broke that news about (laughs) what saint vincent's album was about and apparently (laughs) it just blew the fuck up on twitter which again i think is so funny because the whole situation revolves around here's what my album's about oh hey do you want to do an interview where you talk about your album and what it's about no That's all I'm going to say on that. I promise. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to stay quiet and I'll know my opinions, my onions. Really, it's so funny because at the end of the day, I... Whose daddy hasn't been sent to jail for stock manipulation at the end of the day? <laughs> That's a good question. Like, we can all relate to that. Um, JK, <laughs> my father does not do that. Um, my beef, I know I, I'm, I'm openly very vocally anti-St. Vincent, Annie Clark on this podcast. Not the really, island. Not the island. <laughs> Thinking of you all. I'm so sorry. Which should really be more in the news. The reason that I <laughs> dislike St. Vincent is not because I think she's bad. I mean, clearly now <laughs> I'm not going to get into it because clearly she's maybe questionable. But I really just have a friend that I am no longer friends with um, that loved her after, like, giving me shit for listening to indie music. And then Mm. she just, like, pivoted and got into indie music and then wouldn't stop talking about about St. Vincent. So it's really just, like, personal and petty. So if you like St. Vincent's music, like, I don't think ill of you. I just, I have personal beef that I shouldn't have. But I'm, I'm... I'm a child. I'm immature. I'm petty. You're a child. You're petty. You're immature. You're you're all these things. I'm talking down to Courtney. 
okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm physically taller than Cordy. I'm just like pointing down, like you, you peed on only, the rug. You can only <laughs> talk down to me. There's no other way. Like literally. Um, First time me and Cordy meet, she's gonna break my GD kneecap. Some fucking on the I ground. I will. <laughs> I will. There you go. Bitch. Um, no, this is really funny, and I think you all think it's so funny. And he felt bad after he said it because he didn't mean it this way, but the line delivery was so good. Um, so I was like, before we got on to record, I was like, man, like, I'm like, I'm this is gonna be a bad recording, like, I'm not on my A game. Just on Dude, me, I'm not, not either. Me. It's it's no, it's fine. Like, um, I feel like shit. And I was like, I what did I say? I was like, I don't want to think, I just want to sit on the couch play my penguin game watch more danny mcbride tv shows like i don't want to i don't want to think and then noah noah said do you really have to think when you record (laughs) and he i i just started laughing so hard and i was like oh my god that was the best roast ever and he was like no 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 no. i just mean you're like you're not solving equations like it's just like a fun thing you guys do i'm like no i know that you did not mean it as a roast but that (laughs) is He's That's right. why he's funnier. He is right. It's hilarious. He's right. <laughs> maybe, maybe this will be the best episode ever because we're both like not attempting to try whatsoever, and it'll be the yeah, true, exactly. the true colors come out. I'm 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 knocking on anxiety's door. Like I feel like shit today, and yet I don't get my second shot until tomorrow, which like I know is gonna make me feel like shit. I almost thought it was gonna time up. I almost thought it was gonna be like Kira and Adam were like I had my shot and then recorded oh, and I just no. like sound like a mess which would have been funny I might just like do like a voice recording when I just feel like do it I'll edit I'll it just, in like, submit it we can do whatever but so yeah fair 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 the hindsight is 2020 this is probably going to be a more call, call this the cozy episode sure. sponsored by not shitting your pants yep and look, your your quirky TM grassroots indie artists can have a multimillionaire father. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not going to keep harping on this. I promise. It's just like if if you are a fan of music, if you are a fan of the entertainment industry, and you don't think the people you love more often than not don't have some kind of leg up in the world then I'm sorry to be yeah. the person to like swipe the veil from your eyes. Miss Missy Clark is not the only person that this entire situation could apply to. Are most as bold about this kind of thing? Like if my parents were fucking like oil tycoons, like I don't know if I would like write a quirky TM album about it, but you know, hey, that's that she's being honest, except she's not because she's killing interviews where anybody bitches. Okay, I have to go. I have to get off this. I have to get off this. Everyone Let's talk about Vic. Stream my upcoming quirky TM banjo album about my dad riding his jet ski. Fucking. And then getting stuck in the middle of the lake and having to swim back in. Jet ski. Stream my stylophone I don't hear it are you playing it Ah! that scared the shit out of me he just started flashing the lights it was scary you're muted do you know that I don't know what he's doing guys I don't have the patience for a bit right now no, I do. Oh, he wants to get his xylophone. Unmute, King. We can't hear the xylophone. You are not fucking ready. I'm not. I've heard it and I'm not ready. <laughs> okay, Please. yeah, for anybody that isn't a no, I totally forgot to grab it before recording. That just shows like how out of it me and Courtney are today. Uh, <laughs> for those that didn't know, after years of saying I would get one, I finally got a stylophone, which for those that don't know, they're the little handheld things. They're like weird little synth keyboards kind of that you play with a stylus. And I got one and fucking 
<laughs> I fucking love it. Get ready to hear this shit every episode because now I have my own little soundboard to like punctuate. It's incredible. <laughs> it's the greatest tool you could have. Are you? I thought you were gonna do it. I was waiting. Wait, are we talking about Beck? <laughs> we are now. We're no longer talking about Saint Vincent. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the biggest piece of Beck to Beck news this week. Is that Zach got a stylophone? If you turn it up high enough, it sounds like a woman screaming. <laughs> Your neighbors are going to be calling the police. Wait. <laughs> Not just you. <laughs> if you scratch it up, it really sounds all fucking distorted, scary. like uh broadcast interruption I don't like everybody's gonna hate this i already know it <laughs> honestly like good for us for picking two of the most annoying instruments known to man really did everybody look forward to me and courtney's album <laughs> with only two instruments and they're the worst ones it'd be ever. so bad and they should not they're both like complementary instruments they should never exactly. be the main thing yet here well we- that's how we're gonna do it I learned some like 60s Christian folk songs. That's what I'm trying to get into. Yeah, Cordy, you, you tell them about your banjo playing. Talk talk about talk about whatever. Uh I I don't wanna go get Leonard because I don't wanna stand up, but he's good. Uh I can play leaning on the everlasting arms on the banjo now, which is cool because that's a hymn that's in two films that I love, First Reformed and um, Night of the Hunter. That's all I got. That was that was the Courtney talking hour with live instrumentation from yours truly. That was incredible. We're going to get greenlit. We're going to get a show. It's going to happen. Get, we're going to get a show. Imagine if, like, like an adult swim type gave us, like, oh, a grand. Shit. They're like, you have a grand producer. A grand. Show. I would fucking do it. I know. But <laughs> what would that be? What would that look like? What would we do? Okay, well, I would cut you out immediately. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've already told you that, like, my life's dream is to have an adult swim show. So, like, Why Courtney, can't you have no Courtney there at- with you? <laughs> okay, fine. You, uh... You draw can, I the, be the, can I be the Hannibal? You can be the Aragondre. I'll be the Hannibal. You draw the logo. <laughs> you don't draw a logo, Zach. You design it. <laughs> Who's Conan's guy? I'll, what be are you? The, I'll be the Conan's guy to your Conan. <laughs> you want to be Andy Richter? <laughs> yeah, I'll be Andy Richter. <laughs> I like a lot more you being Hannibal because our dynamic is totally Eric and Hannibal. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Because uh, I run around naked and you are a landlord. <laughs> I do have landlord energy, don't I? You kind of do. <laughs> Jury's out on how I feel about that, but it's true. Um, okay, back. There's a small shred of Beck news this week. It's literally right. just a selfie. <laughs> We're really desperate. Well, that's um, sweet. No, it's cute. It was this, oh yeah, this pink. Oh yeah, yeah. It was this white man's birthday today. His name is Brandon Pearson. I don't know who he is or Ooh. what he does. I am on his Instagram. I think he's like a creative director or something. Cordy's um, on her phone. I'm, I'm on this <laughs> Instagram profile trying to figure out who he is. I am doing research. This, this is this is the theme song to Courtney going on Instagram. Wait, no, it's Courtney's on the Instagram. Courtney's looking on Instagram. 
This is the worst bit of all time. Fucking Beck songs. We got poop shadoop, and he's not. We, did, we didn't talk about this picture. What? Who is this fucking whitey? I've I don't care about this cracker. Who is he? His name is Brandon Pearson. I don't know what he does. Great. Part- Happy birthday, Saltine. Fucking moving on. <laughs> Who is he actually? It's kind of cute. Is he single? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who he is. He lives in California and he is also followed by Joy Downer. So I think that they're a little like friend group, mm. um, which Boy is cool. Sante. And I know that we could get Joy Downer on this podcast, but you think we get Joy Downer on the podcast? I do because she's like a fan. I know she's like his friend now, and they like go to the beach. A together, fan of like, the Beck to Beck podcast? No, she's a fan of Beck. I mean, she's like <laughs> a Beck. Fan. No, I don't. Maybe I she is. Us. I sure hope. Zach, not. I would not just casually mention it in the damn <laughs> fucking recording. Oh yeah, like Joy Downer's like listening to us. It's confirmed. I think I would like call you on the phone. Probably, uh, we'd say Joy Downer, welcome. Uh, we would, but don't call back. Um. <laughs> anyway, Beck looks really cute in this picture. He's got a little like sweater action on. Um, He's got the little buggy glasses. He's very cute. Brown They're really cute. Glasses. And he's got a little bit of beard action going. A little stubble. Little little. <laughs> Does he? I mean stubble. <laughs> he's like always very clean shaven. So anything is something on him. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> And he's got his, I like, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I like Beck's current haircut. I think it is cute. <laughs> is that all you have to say? That's about what I have to say, yeah. Random white hottie. Okay. All right. What, what Beck songs did we get? We uh, got Ready Made from Odalay and we got Broken Train from Midnight Vultures. Two uh, that I feel like we've gotten, like we've been getting these albums a lot lately, but I am not mad about it because I love them both. Two definitely like, I mean, they're not like deep cuts or anything, but two that like, I would not see people talking about, I guess, but two that, yeah, I really liked a lot. These were both really good songs. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so we'll just jump right into Ready Made. An open road where I can breathe with the lowest low is calling to me. I can pull myself back up, back down, stuck together like a ready made. And, and have a disclaimer before we talk about the lyrics. Um, <laughs> we we look. We always look to see if there's a video, even if oh, there's. Because yeah. sometimes there's. Did you already forget? Wait, no. What are we? The video for Ready Made. The video, <laughs> but not the video. You said what about the lyrics or whatever? Well, I said before we get into the lyrics, I'm gonna talk about the video. Oh, I thought you were saying like. Oh, there's something like we can't say. What the oh no, are. no, no! They're fine. No, I don't we know. we we found a video, not yeah. an official video, because as far as we know, there isn't one. And I'll say we usually don't engage in the non-official videos, but this one we saw the thumbnail and we just had to. Like, um, come on, we had to. I come on, you know. I looked <laughs> at it. Zach looked at it. It looked like it's not, but it looked like a Sims fan-made video but it was a different thing called what was it movies it's called it's called the movies which i i I have heard of i'm pretty sure but uh it looks similar to sims it's literally just like a basically like a movie making like it's another like business sim like game but you make like movies with it and so it's entirely made within this game (laughs) a music video for ready-made and, and it's so good. There's like a Beck type character that I said looks specifically like Beck and Taylor Kitsch playing David Koresh. Not just Taylor Kitsch, not just David Koresh, but Taylor Kitsch playing David Koresh in the Waco TV show had a computer baby. And I'm right. I know that I'm right. And there's also I, a I can't corroborate, but I believe you. There is a zombie, yes. Um, And I think that Beck and the zombie are in love. So that's our I, ship I of the believe, week. I believe, yeah, they are romantically inclined. 
they do uh, make out at one point in the video mm-hmm. in what I can only describe as the little chamber thing from like the first episode of the Twin Peaks Return. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the best way to describe it but yeah it's it's beck hanging out with this zombie they're like chilling on the beach there's a skeleton eating a donut at one point i don't know if he's like an ex-lover or like a Mm. third roommate or like it's like a polyamorous relationship i don't know but (laughs) he's there they're there uh and yeah beck and this zombie like is a is a is a total shippage <laughs> you love to see it i know someone i think i'm assuming it was holly made a joke saying like that she'd like list out every person we've shipped with back and like i'm so scared to see that list it's longer add, than add, i think it is add, add the, these add these yeah. to the list uh but it was a funny little video they like there were direct shots like ripped from the loser video the coffin the girls doing the jumping jacks which i thought was funny. okay i was wondering about that yeah, yeah that's that's totally it holly add this to the beck shipping list please no no i mean i have a candidate oh. i have a candidate oh add keenan thompson I literally look like that gif of the lady that's like all the equations are coming at her. That's what I look like right now. I like Keenan Thompson. He's going to have to interact with Elon Musk in a few weeks. Oh my fucking... Okay, yeah. Uh, Sorry if you've ever been a fan of SNL. I'm apologizing (laughs) to myself too. Yeah, same. Yeah, that's... Reminder, it was one point... At one point in my life, literally like my life's goal to go be a writer for SNL and now literally I could not think of a more embarrassing life path to take. <laughs> you could run a back podcast. <laughs> you you run a back podcast. Exactly. <laughs> So, um, uh, fuck us, we're awful. <laughs> um, ready, anyway, ready made the actual song, so that the was the video. Song. I mean, yeah. it we was always funny. Look it up yourself, it was really fun. We, we, you know, we'll make exceptions, talk about fan music videos. We normally don't, but this one was like just... unique enough, and like me and Courtney agreed that like Beck totally would make a music video within like the movie's engine or like unreal engine or something like that mm-hmm. like he would do it but so the song itself ready made uh, yeah do you know anything really, about the term ready made i was really gonna ask because i don't think that i do that's fine i don't expect you to i'm the one with art history minor ah oh educate no. me yeah Ready-made is essentially like do you, I don't know if you're familiar with Marcel Duchamp. The, I am. Okay, so he is like the king of the ready-mades, like with the um, the urinal and the wheel. Yeah, yeah that's a ready-made. It's essentially like taking oh. existing like found object and being like it's art now. Okay. Yeah. Well, love that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's I, uh... a lot of um, Al Hansen's work could be yeah, ready yeah. made like with uh well any of his stuff but like how yeah about beck would gather up the cigarette box. yes exactly oh i love shit like that well then i love ready-made art i, I yeah. genuinely do <laughs> yeah. um there's a good quote that i'll just start our discussion off with on whiskey clone that's from beck describing the song and i will say we don't often get beck literally describing the purpose of why he wrote something so let's savor this everyone um i wrote a song in 1996 called ready made that had to do with being a sentient being in a business that requires you to be a machine that is sensitized and human to an extreme yet is capable of dispensing energy and emotion on demand 
When you're meeting 80 people a day and swimming in a fast moving river of faces and conversations, then playing for an audience every night and living on a schedule that tells you where you're going to be in six months to the hour, part of you wants to just surrender and go through the motions. I still try to make connections and feel related to where I am, but it's a struggle. Sad. (laughs) That's it. it. No, I mean, that's, you know, honestly, Beck, like, spill that, like, fucking go off, King. (laughs) I agree. No, and it's, it's interesting, too, that, like, it is such a sad concept. And, like, I mean, obviously, like, people who are famous, they're very lucky to be famous and have money and everything. But, like, there is a real, like what's the word I'm looking for it's just like it does cost a lot personally at the same time like yes you're financially secure and like you have all this attention but like at what cost to a certain point like I could not handle being that successful I would not like I'm not built for it I'm not built for the attention I'm not built for like a regimen like that or being told where to be to that degree like that stresses the thought of that stresses me out so much Mm -hmm. and like I respect him for talking about it because he's doing it in a way that's not like oh poor me like I have money because you know some people do that and that's not good that's not the way to go about it but I think this is a very constructive way to just point out how like kind of horrible the industry can be to people because I mean you know these celebrities that we love and adore are people at the end of the day they they do have feelings and emotions uh so it's hard so I think this is a a good way to go about it yeah make that into art yeah I don't know I like Beck just being like really frank I love when he's just like really like no bullshit about like his life because you know he is that with like his personal stuff obviously like he's you know very transparent about him personally but I always like when he's willing to take that to like his actual career too like this isn't the first time we've had a song where beck is very much so just like hey music entertainment industry kind of sucks and like here's how i feel about it. i'm gonna make a song about it that's like a jam but it's also <laughs> me being really you know discontent with like how things work and i really like respect that like honestly yeah and it's you know the lyrics are really like pointing out where he was before as well which i think is like something Mm -hmm. that a lot of people maybe who aren't like serious beck fans don't think about realize with him specifically it's like he had a really hard and we've talked about it again and again and we'll talk about it again i'm sure Mm -hmm. but like he had a hard upbringing he had a hard childhood like he was you know on the streets at some points so i think it's very uh interesting that that so the opening lines are an open road where i can breathe where the lowest low is calling to me i can pull myself back up back down stuck together like a ready-made so it's almost like the wish to go back to literally the lowest point in his life just because it could be quiet and away from all of the craziness of what his current life is like that's Mm -hmm. that's wild yes consider me a cosign for every insightful thing that (laughs) just said (laughs) put a little ding i agree (laughs) and then well you just talk about the actual like instrumentation of it uh Mm -hmm. what was i gonna say how this person described it the person that made the video <laughs> little music video I made a few months back for one of Beck's funkier, more underrated tunes. And you know what? I, I completely agree. I agree as well. Very, very funky, but it's a nice, like, chill funk. It's got a good kind of just, like, driving line to it that uh, is, you know, just a very kind of laid-back sound that I really like. And it's funky. I like it that's the thing is I think it's still like kind of a vibe kind of a jam but he's able Mm. to kind of it's almost like a vent like it's not it's not sad the way that like some of his songs are it's more just like let me get this off my chest but to a very sick beat 
<laughs> which good for him thank you for for venting in a way that uh is enjoyable to listen to back and uh, yeah like if, if if only we all could like so talentedly put our personal issues into song mm-hmm. or into art in general like fucking I've got depression. Like, see, that's not as good, I don't think. <laughs> I really don't want to get up, but imagine <laughs> that I'm strumming all five strings on my banjo and going, I probably have undiagnosed anxiety disorder. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like half-diagnosed. How strange the world is. <laughs> I feel that. I'm, um, I'm totally undi- undiagnosed for like what I would assume is at least five different mental illnesses. You don't like, see me writing a song about it. <laughs> well, yeah, mine, I've formally been told I have medical anxiety, so I'm going to be like, every time I go outside, I think I get tetanus. Every time I try and do jelly, I think I'm gonna have an allergic reaction and die. Every time my, you know, my leg hurts, it's I true. think fucking... it's a blood clot. Courtney told me the other day she fucking picked up a fa- a penny funny and thought she got tetanus. <laughs> you you joke, but like I would be like, did it cut? Did it did it did it break the skin? Did it break the skin? It's okay. Look look fucking. I'll look. Well, this is the this is a sparring match. I'll 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 give one a bounce out, Cordy. I fucking like had to fucking lick the light switches seven times just to make sure that like nobody I love died that day. So you know what? Yeah. It's okay. We're good. <laughs> if you come to my apartment, please make sure I clean all the light switches first. <laughs> I'll be like, you, you, you turn it on for me, Zach. <laughs> it's like, it's pretty dark in here. It's like, I just hit the switch. Like, yeah, now I'd feel better that. if you did. Yeah, you do that one. Um, I really could just go get a tetanus shot, too, and all of this would be over. I mean, I'd move on to something else. That's the thing. <laughs> me and Courtney are, are unfortunately also both diagnosed with no musical talent disorder. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. I know every time I'm like, wow, like I'm getting better at the banjo. And then I open my mouth to sing. I did this horrible experiment the other day where I kept my headphones in uh-huh. and I played that Fleet Foxes song mm-hmm. that I like to play. And I was like, you have the headphones and sing along to the song. Hear how like bad you are with like when you're like just going for it and not attempting to sound it was so bad zach i was like speak to me slow my dear it was so i i bad. i bet you sound like a little angel i would love to hear that i have I, the video i'll send it to you it's not and it's not angelic i i i believe in you i'm Courtney. gonna leave it to the lead singer of the fleet boxes mr robin technol uh, who has beef with my king <laughs> Father John Misty, but it's okay. I love them both. <laughs> imagine, imagine that, like the lamest fight ever. Two of the like skinniest, like hipstery white men just like slapping each other in the face. <laughs> A fight between Beck's background instrumentation. Alvin <laughs> Pecknell wishes he was playing back up oh, but no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Shore was one of my favorite albums of last year. Please don't. I hope I like that. I'm like, I hope he's not listening. He's not listening. Oh, we know you're listening, so we're saying we're sorry. <laughs> um, we should do the Fleet to Foxes podcast. They're really fucking good. What? I will say I'll, I'll, I'll say, hey, I've heard White Winter Hymnal and be like. No, that's it. <laughs> it would be the most boring thing. Would be like, okay, um, it's a song about outdoor imagery and a lost love. Okay, see you again next week. Oh, it's a song about outdoor imagery and a lost love. See you again next week. But, um, Fleet to Foxes. Um, this is about either loss or maybe the French Revolution. <laughs> 
but yeah, this is not the Fleet to Foxes podcast. This is the back-to-back podcast, and we're talking about ready-made. It's really good. I think the lyrics are are very lovely. I mean, this is just classic, you know, back goodness as far as the lyrics go. Nobody knows where we've been. Canceled rations are running thin. Watches stick out of tune, falling apart like a ready-made. And my bags are waiting in the next life. That's some good back poetry. He's a cowboy on the, the death door. There's cowboy <laughs> talk in the next song. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeehaw. Let's get there Yeehaw. now. Let's, I'm, I'm ready to move on to uh, yeah. Like, I think Broken we're... Train is a song off I of Midnight Vultures. It's so good. I think it, I feel like it's uh, kind of underappreciated just because it's not as like slapping you in the face as a lot of other songs. Mm-hmm. I'm Midnight Vultures. I mean, it's still like super funky and like out of this world. It is. But... And like I, I was saying in the chat, like this has so much of like everything I love, like in a Beck song. Like it has, and like everything that I looked up when like looking stuff up for the song, like said the exact same thing. We're like, it has so many like elements to it. Like it's got the funky sound. It's got keyboards, clavinet, harmonica. There's like little vocal layering in like mm-hmm. some parts. And like uh, Whiskey Club compares it to fucking Captain Beefheart, who I fucking love. And like it's crazy. There's a lot going on. But like it's never like overbearing. If anything, like yeah, it's kind of like less, like you said, in your face than other like Midnight Vultures tracks. But it's so good that the sound of this one is so good. I love everything about like the sound of this song. I love it. I love it. Love it. I agree. It's yeah. It's just I don't know. There is something like I don't know how it manages to be both so like I don't want to say busy because it doesn't feel busy but have so much going on and no, still feels, in like a technical sense yeah, yeah it yeah. has a lot of different aspects to it but it still feels so smooth and it I don't is. know there's just exactly. something to it yeah. and it's, it's very impressive and Whiskey Clone does point out and I realized as well while reading the lyrics that like this is one of his most blatantly political songs Dude, which I think yeah. is very interesting because that's not something he deals with a lot but i mean some of these lyrics um the snipers are passed out in the bushes again i'm glad i got my suit dry clean before the riots started because there's only rehash faces on the bread line tonight soon you'll be a a figment of some infamous life billionaires smile like weapons passing out platinum pensions they're out of control no one knows how low they'll go like oh my goodness you know it's he does not usually go down that route i don't know if i want him to do it more or not i mean up to him (laughs) i don't want to impose like oh you have to be political because i know that can be sensitive for you know some people think like complain when celebrities and artists aren't like overtly political but it should be up to the individual but i mean i i agree with what he's saying i do too i think this is a good like (laughs) message yeah that like a lot of people you know i feel like correlate to like you know I feel like Beck has made no secret that he's a big supporter of like, you know, just uh I don't even know like what I would say. <laughs> Not, I don't want to say oh like poor people, but like I mean like Beck came from like a rough background. He's clearly has the interests of like the put down upon people yes. of like yes society, like and I hate saying society just as a word in 2021, but like it is generally what I mean. And like generally like what I know he meant too. And I mean, you know, like support the underdog, support people that are under the boots, the fucking people that have way too much money. Like, I mean, you know, and, and I think it's really cool 
I think I saw it on like Wikipedia page, but I felt the same way. I think it's cool that like the sound of the song itself is almost like mechanical in some ways, but it's not stiff. It's yes. literally like it sounds like a working class like anthem in mm-hmm. a way. Just like really weird to say about like a Beck song, but like I do think that's what he was going for with this all being on his horny, funky jam album yeah green whatever like party time album which is great i love that he does that no i agree i yeah it's you know and there's still there's still that little bit of uh midnight vulture sass coming through with lines like this is the real me ladies you won't find no shelter here tell me what's your zip code baby did you ever let a cowboy sit on your lap like he's still, so he's good. still here. Um, Tell me what's your zip code, baby. <laughs> Put that in the list of like fucking do you have permit do you have permission to slap my ass or whatever? Yes, <laughs> exactly. I've totally fucked it up and I know I should know it, but I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm brain dead today. It's okay. We're brain dead together. I'm blanking too. What the f- oh um um, touch my ass if you qualify yes do that and everybody watch Peter Jackson's brain dead it's a great film I like that film Um, one might say better than Lord of the Rings I enjoy it more (laughs) I'm not going to play the game of like what's better or whatever but uh, i would okay, rather okay. watch it i feel the same way like i don't well i just don't care about like you know me i'm like a medievalist so i don't give a shit about the fake fantasy knights <sighs> shit i want like none <sighs> and like Courtney said, when are we gonna get the movie where the nuns get dysentery? <laughs> okay i'm i'm just saying like historical accuracy would be appreciated um so we already talked about the line did you ever let a cowboy sit on your lap but i just think it's a great line is back the cowboy or is the cowboy sitting on his lap we don't know it could be both (laughs) is Is it embarrassing or flattering if, like, you get a boner while Beck sits on your lap? <laughs> Both. Okay, that's. I, I feel that's the right answer. It depends on who you are. I guess I'd say both. <laughs> it's the Schrodinger's boner. <laughs> he could actually probably. I'm very small, but as is he, so I think he could sit on my lap and it would not crush me. <laughs> Little tiny man. He'd still be taller than me. Little tiny. How He's got, tiny like, is Courtney? Jesus. I'm five feet tall. He has seven inches on me. You're five feet tall? Yes. It's astonishing like how close you are in height to Jade, like actually. How tall is Jade? <laughs> She's like She's like four nine or four ten or something like that. She's like, oh my really gosh, short. <laughs> short <laughs> but so it's like that y'all are like kind of. Oh yeah, no, we would be very close in height for sure. I am. Man, it's gonna be so funny. First thing I'm gonna do when like me and Courtney meet, we're gonna play. We're gonna fucking shoot some hoops right then and there. <laughs> fucking street basketball. I'm gonna clown on her ass so fucking hard. Even if I was tall, <laughs> you would clown on my ass anyway because I can't play sports. Do I look athletic to you? Uh, in the same way that like OJ is, I guess. What does that mean? <laughs> There's so many people that like you kill like- somebody. <laughs> and not the way he did. I don't have that strength. this is this is this like that one episode of nathan for you where like he makes that jacket brand where it's like 
the only jacket brand that acknowledges the existence of the Holocaust. Like, <laughs> back to that podcast, the only podcast that, like, blatantly makes it a point to, like, put on our branding that, like, we fully believe OJ did it. <laughs> I feel like we're not the only podcast that openly... I, mean, I, would I don't argue... know the only one, but the only one that, like, put it in, like, our branding. It's, like, back okay. to back podcast, OJ did it. Like, in little parentheses beneath it. <laughs> There's probably literally a podcast about how and why OJ did it. Have they ever talked? <laughs> I ask this because, like, I feel like you would know it. Have yeah. they ever talked about, like, specifically, like, the OJ case on, like, last podcast? I don't think they've covered OJ. I'm sure they okay. will. I feel like it's. One I, of those I just feel like that could be such an interesting thing for them to cover, like, eventually. Yeah, yeah. they just did Alcatraz. I haven't listened to it yet, but um, really, I am intrigued. No, it's just it's good. I'm so behind on podcasts. I'm sorry to all of our friends who have podcasts. I'm so behind. I simply you know, that's that's where the third X Men movie is. What? <laughs> Don't they go to Alcatraz? The third X Men movie. <laughs> Which the one the one? Now I'm talking about X Three X Men United. Oh, okay, <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. I mean, everyone does. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. But like, they're all bad except maybe first <gasps> class. You shut your fucking bloopy mouth ain't no fucking way which ones I'm, are good i'm an x-men defender days of future past is fucking great okay yeah uh if you consider logan then like logan for sure okay well that's its own i don't but it really is its own thing I, I know what you mean of like core like original movies okay yeah. i like the newer one i like days of future past and i like first class I'll give those. I, I, but I, even as like a huge fan, like I'm right there with you. Like the OG trilogy is like so bad. It just was too soon. It came too, it came, they should have waited. And it doesn't have the charm the Spider Man movies have. This is not uh, the Mar Tuvel podcast because I would should literally jump off my roof if it was. I um, have told Cordy I might force her to do that podcast someday. <laughs> just do anime. At least I might enjoy myself and learn something. Man, you know you've got a fucking gun to your head when you say, "Please give me anime." Well, to 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 reorient, I genuinely do have nothing else to say about Broken Train other than I really love the sound of it. I really love the like message behind it, and it's a great song, and it's one that I will be putting in my rotation of like every time we like do a new episode. And there's like a song I really like. I always have like a new Beck rotation pretty much where I'm like listening and re-listening to songs of his that like we've listened to on here and I'm like, oh, that's so good. So that and probably Ready Made 2 will both definitely be there. Very great songs that I like to well together too. Like the vibe. They they do, yeah. So they're kind of chill, like vibes, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to these songs that they got us on this night, but I think we did okay, all things considered. We did okay. We definitely didn't just talk about movies for 25 minutes at all. No, definitely like literally like cut out like an hour mm-hmm. of this episode. Half of it is movie talk and half of it is me making <laughs> jokes too awful for air. <laughs> I made one too. Just Courtney, to do, do a tweet that you think like sounds like me. Like do your best impression <laughs> of me in a tweet like on the podcast account. <laughs> I gotta really like get into the voice. Yeah. You're the writer. You're better at that than I am. You could probably pretend to be me. Let's see. It's like, okay, what's what's like the elements of like a Zach joke tweet? It's like uh all lowercase, uh mm-hmm. maybe include a meme video or something, mm-hmm. and then be sure to reference something that nobody cares about. <laughs> I mean Courtney tweets do that too. Remember how one of like the first tweets I ever did for the account was saying that Beck's favorite movie was Rover Dangerfield? <laughs> yeah, I knew that's where we're going. I still believe that. I still think that's true. Just I like to think Beck loves that movie. Freak you out. We're like three months away from it being a year of doing I almost have known you for a year soon. That's nice. Okay, well, that's really sweet. Yeah. That's really nice. I'm very, I'm really happy. I, uh, 
I'm really happy. You're one of my best friends. You're one of my best friends. Oh, we're all sweet now, right at the end. Minutes Everybody minutes follow Courtney. Um, What'd you say? I've been popping off at Courtney all episode for like erasing everything I've talked about this episode. Um, no, follow Zach at underscore Please. No, follow Courtney. Don't say my don't say my Twitter name. They can find it. I, I couldn't if I tried. I do not know. <laughs> I do not remember your ad. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks, everybody. We love back. Sorry, we were not on our A games tonight. Okay, follow us on Twitter at Back to Back Pod, Instagram Back to Back Podcast. Rate us on Apple. Why not? I think you all listen on Spotify though, so it doesn't matter. Um, thank you. <laughs> Zach for existing. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Courtney, for existing. You're so sweet. I appreciate you. You're the best. Bye, everyone. Bye. There's Courtney's side. There is the ground. Courtney's looking on. It's the everyone make sure you check out other podcasts within our podcasting family millennial canon where kira and adam discuss films on the millennial gen c cusp and how it shaped them as film fans aggressively okay where adam and joe cover all things pop culture and film seltzer cast where sean and agas explore the bubbly world of seltzer dan for life where nick and sometimes lauren interview a guest through the lens of the seminal text dan in real life moody's pod where nick and aaron take the classic Amanda show segment Moody's Point and break it down episode by episode. Dadcast, where Jillian and a guest sit down to review a movie your dad probably fell asleep to on the couch. The featured players, where Bram, Beth, and Brendan talk about the weekly status of Saturday Night Live's featured cast. And I Was Scared too, a horror movie podcast hosted by Kid Cinema and Mr. Movies, a.k.a. Fashion JZT, where they talk about all sorts of spooky, scary movies. Thank you so much, everyone. <laughs> hey. Hey.